Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Why'd you dial it again? To apologize. You're forgiven. Bye now. Wait, wait. Don't hang up. What? I want to talk to you for a second. They've got 900 numbers for that. See ya. I don't think so. What's that noise? Popcorn. You making popcorn? Uh-huh. I only eat popcorn at the movies. Well, I'm getting ready to watch a video. Really? What? Oh, just some scary movie. You like scary movies? Uh-huh. What's your favorite scary movie? Uh, I don't know. You have to have a favorite. What comes to mind? Um, Halloween. You know, the one with the guy in the white mask who walks around and stalks babysitters? Yeah. What's yours? Guess. Um, Nightmare on Elm Street. Is that the one where the guy had knives for fingers? Yeah, Freddy Krueger. Freddy, that's right. I like that movie. It was scary. Well, well, the first one was, but the rest sucked. So, you got a boyfriend? <laughs> Why? You want to ask me out on a date? No. You never told me your name. Why do you want to know my name? Because I want to know who I'm looking at. What did you say? I want to know who I'm talking to. That's not what you said. What do you think I said? What? Hello? Look, I gotta go. Wait, I thought we were gonna go out. Oh, no. I don't think so. Don't hang up on me. Oh, no. 
I can't believe I never told you that story. Um, no, it was... It was one of those weird Halloweens where... Um... I don't know, I was just freaked out. And I had just heard the story about HHH Holmes, because I didn't know that there was... A, like, I didn't even know what serial killers were at that point. And so the way they strived it, it was just a guy who just went around killing everyone. Um, and someone mentioned how close our house was to where H.H. Holmes, this place was, where he would, where he did all the killing. And even today, like, it's a, it's a, it's a post office now, but it's in walking distance. It's, it's five minutes away from our house. And our house is, the, like, the oldest house in the neighborhood. Over a hundred years old. So... For some reason, I went to sleep with the light on in my bedroom, which I never do. And I slept in the opposite direction of where I usually sleep. And I know it sounds stupid, and I know it sounds crazy, but I kind of woke up in the middle of the night, and I thought I saw some sort of form on the wall. And I ran out of that room so fast. <laughs> and probably for a good year or two years, that's when I started uh, sleepwalking. I could not sleep in my room anymore. Because that was, that was buried in my head. And yeah, that was the first, that's when I started believing in ghosts. That's the first time I saw a ghost. And so... I remember that night so vividly and the story and it's crazy to think about now but yeah that's where it started hmm all right let's get to the show is true. The names have been changed to protect the innocent.
Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the podcast. You're the DJ. I am the podcaster. I am your host, Mike and Kate. Thank you for listening. If it's your first time listening, or your last time listening, or you're a long time listener, thank thank you for supporting the show. I totally appreciate it. Hopefully, we keep you entertained for the next hour or so in the special edition. Um, If not, hey. Squid Game is on Netflix, so you got nine episodes of that to check out. That'll keep you busy. <laughs> but if you do want to listen, I think you'll you'll be happy. Um, this is a good episode, and like I tell you every every time we do this, it's not the host that makes the show; it is the guest, and we have an incredible guest on today. The extremely beautiful, talented actress voice actress um okay softball player but <laughs> but amazing actress and makeup and costumes um this girl's an incredible talent and she is joining us f- for a little chat um like i said this is a special edition so we're gonna, we're gonna it's the halloween edition so we're going to get into that. We're going to get into some scary stuff. And who better to talk to than the homie Lauren Schneider. You're from Baltimore. Yes. How did you get to Baltimore to Chicago? Um, a van. Oh, good. the dad joke answer. Mm-hmm. Um, no, so I came here a couple years ago. Um, the, the point being to pursue acting in theater. Um, in a slightly bigger stage than Baltimore with more variety than um, Baltimore offered and with more opportunity than somewhere like New York or LA. So um, I was supposed to move in with a friend who was graduating college that year, but she and the other potential roommate were having difficulty Mm. finding a place and they decided it was my fault because I was across the country and not in Chicago. Um, So I booked a extended stay uh, hotel room, put in my two weeks notice at work, and then packed everything up and arrived, ended up moving in on my own um, instead of with them anyway, uh, which was definitely better (laughs) for me. (laughs) Yeah. But that is how I showed up. How scary is that jump from basically, I mean, it's, you hear about it, people, they move to California or whatever, but to be like, okay, I'm just doing it. Um, like it was, uh, really nerve wracking. Um, I had, I had just come off of working like 70 hour weeks for months, which was just too much, but I, I did build up a lot of capital doing that. And then it was, um, so I was like, I have the money to do it. And it was one of those, if I don't do it now, I'm just going to keep staying stuck in this rut. So it was one of those, I had to just kind of jump in and do it without thinking too hard about it. Or I knew I wasn't ever going to. So it was one of those, my heart was definitely in my throat when I hit, you know, submit for that first uh, right. bu- buying the, um, the extended stay room. Um, but then it was just like, things happened just so quickly after that. Um, 
there wasn't a lot of time to be to to be like emotional about it it was just things happening one after the other so fast that before i knew it i was was here (laughs) you're here okay sitting Uh, at an old town pub talking to the person who would be my realtor (laughs) randomly all right um what made you think that you could be an actress and move across the country to chicago (laughs) um the nerve of you right i know how dare no it was uh i've been performing since before i can remember um like even from the time i could barely speak i was reenacting scenes uh from from my favorite movies from tv shows from storybooks that that my parents had read um like there's countless of old home videos of of me pretending to be Cinderella at the ball, you know, uh, running around the basement and tearing off my shoe to throw it behind me because she has to lose her slipper in some way, shape or form. Um, so I just, I've been reenacting scenes for a really, really long time. And then as I got older and, you know, um, started playing dress ups and stuff and making up my own stuff. And then I started doing school plays and it was just, it felt right to be, to be doing that. Um, and then the, the community theater acting I did after college, especially was like, it kind of did give me a little bit more, um, I've been of, of just the boost, I guess, that I thought I needed. It was like, oh, okay. So places that are not my high school will (laughs) let me act for them. Uh, (laughs) so like, I, I just kind of, and in a sense, it always just felt so right doing it. I've never really wanted to do anything else. I was like. Chicago uh, has a very good scene. So let's go there. They do. We've heard of it. Yes. <laughs> I, you know, word on the street. Yes. Um, all right. I have questions for you. Okay. Clearly, it's a podcast. Um, was there a favorite TV show or movie that, like, really, like, oh, I want to do that? God. Um. I can't remember, honestly, I don't remember if there was like a specific movie that made me want to be an actor. I know that I was quoting and acting out scenes from like Annie um, really, really early on and like singing uh, It's a Hard Knock Life and making up my own lyrics to it. Um, and so I think that was, that was, that was one of the earliest things I ever saw. Um, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang was would be another one i think maybe weirdly (laughs) i think magic school bus might have been the it it factor for me like just because i remember vividly um just being so invested in those characters that i would like force my brother to like play the characters with me and we would do our (laughs) own little live action magic school bus adventures um (laughs) okay it's just you know always always had to be doing some kind of nonsense like that i don't if there was a starting point which i i again it's i've been doing this for so long i have no idea if there was a one thing that made me decide i wanted to be an actor just a lot of things and just doing it <laughs> just All constantly right. doing it um adventures in babysitting good movie or awful movie fun movie okay 
it's we... a fun movie. There is a okay, so like Yes. If you can have fun watching a movie. Yes. I think that it counts as a good movie. Okay. It's like it's got, it, it might not be a particularly well put together movie or <laughs> it might not be it might not make a ton of sense all the time just regardless this in this is movies in general. Absolutely. But if it's fun. If it's a fun movie and you can enjoy yourself while watching it and you're not like sitting there the whole time just being like, well, discovering plot holes and being annoyed by them and like just if you're having fun at a movie, I think it's it's a good one. So Adventures in Babysitting, I say it's definitely a fun movie. All right. Now that you know the tone of this, tell me your favorite bad movie that you love. My favorite bad movie that I love. Okay, this might just be because of the memories I have associated with it because I haven't actually watched it in a long time. But one of my favorite experiences I ever had at a movie theater was The Spirit. Um, okay. But I did not... Okay, when we went to go see that movie, when it came out in theaters, none of us had ever like heard any of the source material. We didn't know right. that it was based on anything. Right. So going and watching it, we're like... The, one of the first things that happens is Sam Jackson pulls a toilet out of a swamp and hits a guy over the head with it. We were dying. It was hysterical. So, like, no one else in the theater thought it was funny. I remember that we were, like, my friends and I who were seeing, I was seeing it with, we're all just, like, laughing hysterically the entire time. And people in front of us were just getting mad at us and trying to shush us. But we were like, this is the worst thing in the that I've ever seen. It's hilarious. It has to be bad on purpose. Everything was over the top. <laughs> and nothing made sense. Yes. Weird dancing death lady. Like, what? And then we found, I found out like 10 years later that that movie was not meant to be hilarious. And I was not like, oh, at all. Well, not at all. <laughs> well, <laughs> they really failed on that one, but you might have had to not know what, what it was going in in order to appreciate it. That's all right. In that way. It's okay. All right, so like I said, I saw you on a softball field. Um, have you always played softball, or do you do you, do you even play softball? Let's ask that question. Yes. Well. <laughs> All right. I try. I, okay. <laughs> um, I played softball from like four to fourteen, um, like rec leagues and stuff. Yes. Uh, but you know, as you get a little older, you do fast pitch, which is, um slightly different than 16 inch which is what we play here and then a couple of years ago i was working at renali's and yes. uh scott showed up in renali's with um he was at, like, doing it at a birthday party or something and it came up that i do uh that i'm an actor and that also um i play softball or i used to play softball so he like got me into the ctsl all right. Um, and that's how I got on to into the Chicago Theater Softball League softball crew, which I mostly play catcher. But then that was the first time in like <laughs> over ten years that I played softball. Right. So it was, you know, had to. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm relearning the sport. It's a few that's, years down, a few years in, but I'm still. That's still all right. Hey, figuring not, it out a hey, little. It's all right. It's all. Hey, it's a team sport. Team it sport. Is. Everyone contributes somehow. I'm. Here's a question for you. I'm going to say that a lot, by the way. <laughs> Why Chicago and not L.A.? Um, because when I 
was kind of weighing out my options. Um, I wanted something that I felt would be a little bit more attainable uh, to get started. So Chicago, I knew, has not only, it does do a lot of, there's a lot of film that happens here. There is a lot of theater that happens here. Um, and it kind of felt like the best of both worlds, especially because there's a lot of union and non-union things going on. Um, and there's a lot of, there's a lot more options when it comes to getting union or SAG memberships. Um, okay. Just things that you can do that are part of something um, bigger. And in, in LA, it felt a little bit more, a little bit more closed circuit, a little bit um, more difficult to to put my foot in the door. Okay. So Chicago, that's why not New York as well. I was just like, uh, both of those places I'd also heard, it's like, it's almost impossible to get started at all unless you know somebody. Know and in Chicago, right. it's easier to just kind of get started and, or, and to meet people. Like the number of people who are in actively in um in the industry is kind of crazy and i've, I've met most of them at bars like, <laughs> right and they've all given me like i've gotten some really good contacts just from like randomly meeting people at bars and then getting involved in other things through that chance meeting and it just happens a lot no here. i know exactly what you mean um and this was so random uh, there's a guy on our. It's I can't, well, he's not. He's a. He has a name now. So our right fielder, his name is Mickey, and Mickey's been our right fielder all year, and he's like he got married, so he's been there off and on. Um, he's playing with us now, this um in fall, and probably about three weeks ago, I'm at home and I'm about to go. I'm working because I work from home. Um. Generally, I watch TV because it's right there, and I and it's a slow day, and I'm watching Chicago's uh, PD. And I know a lot of people are on Chicago PD, so it's nothing. All right, you know that's just a regular. It's an acting job, a lot of extras, whatnot. Um, at some point, I realized that my right fielder has been on not one but two, but not only three episodes. Like he has a main role in like three episodes, like where his name comes up, like. Third. oh like, wow like awesome. like oh, guest starring that's cool you're like almost famous <laughs> like it and like it was a mid you know when you have those things where you're like you should probably keep it to yourself you're like you just kind of speak out loud to everyone and it's like oh i just like immediately went on the internet it's like mickey are you on tv right now like it was one of those things like you're famous i don't know if you know you're famous <laughs> But you're on my TV, and it, it was, and he's like, like played it off like it was nothing. I mean, but he's like, oh, so this is just this is how this works. You just have people in the industry just randomly. I mean, he's been here all year. I barely, I haven't really talked to him that much. It's like, okay, I see how, and everyone knows someone or does something, and mm -hmm. it's like, oh. And That's I'm, the beauty of the Chicago. It is amazing. Everyone has a story. And again, I'm not in like theater or anything like that, but I've learned that everyone has a story. And it's like, oh, okay. You just pretty much sit down and talk or have a beer or whatever. And, and next thing you know, you're on a radio show or something, something weird like that. Yeah. Yes. It's that. And, then, and I didn't know that it was going to be quite that um, 
everywhere when I when I got here, but I I did figure it was better chances than than New York or In LA. New York. Okay. Um I would you say you're more looking to be on movies and television or theater? What's um, your style? I'm guessing I'm asking. Most of my experience is definitely with staged. Um, okay. I've I've done a few little like short film type things, uh, but most of my experience is definitely with stage. Um, I would like to branch more into film, um, but I I kind of I just want the best of both worlds. I want to do both. Right. Um, I, I, my style recently has been, uh, I mean, I've always been more of a like dramatic slash like drama comedian, like not uh, musicals, essentially straight theater. That's what um, my next question was going to be. Yeah. Musicals? More straight theater. Okay. <laughs> not for lack of, um, of desire to do musicals, but a complete lack of ability to audition for them is really where I'm at. <laughs> All right. I don't know. Okay. And so for some reason, I have Dawson's Creek in my head. Like, Dawson would love you. Like, you're like, <laughs> I don't know if you've even seen Dawson's Creek, but I've seen um, reaction gifts of Dawson's Creek. <laughs> does it count? I, well, actually, yes, it does. He does cry. I've, so I've seen, often. I've seen like the one. I've seen, seen like he's... stills, and I know <laughs> that you know Katie Holmes was in it. That counts for something. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well. I'll put my nerdness of Dawson away because it's probably for the best. Um, tell me about Baltimore. It was, I, I like Baltimore. I miss okay. Baltimore. Um, it's, uh, last, last time I, I, it's been a while since I've gone back home to visit. Um, I know it's, it's, a, it's a very vague question, but you're going to, yeah, it's, I'm trying to think of like what you went to differences between Baltimore and Chicago, like Chicago, you know, there are certain places you stay away from after a certain period of time, after a certain mm -hmm. point at night, you know, don't go to South side necessarily after mm. dark, if, depending on, you know, uh, on what you look like, but Baltimore is a little bit different. There's not like a specific place that you want to stay away from. It's okay. one of those like one side of the street is fine and the other side of the street is not like it's or like it's street by street or like street half by street half um okay. and it's difficult to it, it's like you have to know okay i need to go an extra block because this street is not one i want to walk down but the next one is okay like okay. it's 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 much more of a mishmash of like where was where was cool to be and where was not um <laughs> All right. There was like ha like in like the in the places that were, you know, it was like flip flopping, where was safe? Like, I, when I when I left, there was like half of Fed Hill was fine, and the other half was was dangerous. But like, it had been different four years prior. Like it had been right. completely the opposite. So it was just it was ever changing. All right. The scope so of Baltimore. Were you in the were you in the city or no? I was in Baltimore County, so I was about 20 minutes north of the city, so okay. about from Andersonville to downtown is the the, okay. the space is where gotcha. I Gotcha, I understand that. All right, yeah. I'm only, so I asked this because I've never been to Baltimore. I've only seen, it's kind of like when people 
look at Chicago and they've only heard of it from afar. And so they have what they think it is, which is the most dangerous mm-hmm. city in the entire world. So the only thing I know of Baltimore is The Wire, which I've Wire. never seen, but... Every day we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Needless to say, it's The Wire made a, movie, a TV show about it. So that tells me one thing. Well, um, I will tell you that my friend PJ, uh, who did, had grown up in the inner city, um, at one point we were talking and I didn't, and since I didn't grow up in the inner city, I grew up outside of it. Um, I was like, is it, is it like, what's the deal? So he right. told me, he was like, well, the wire, uh, when it comes to the wire, things were like that. And then they got worse. Oh, and then they kind of got back up back to the level of the wire again. So <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right. I don't know where they are now, but that is that, that is something he he said that it got okay. worse and then got better back up to the back up to white. All right. Well, if that's the, the Mendoza line, that's quite scary. Um, let's see. What else do I know? I know Tupac went to school there, um, and I know at one point in the '90s, um, you guys opened Camden Yards, and my favorite player was Brady Anderson. And Chris Davis, for some reason. I don't know why. Um, and it looked like it was the happiest place on earth. And Camden so it's Yards like, is great. See, and yeah. so that's all I have to, like, oh, if you live there, it must be amazing. And then... Camden Yards is, is great. And, like, we definitely had a lot of a lot of good memories at Camden Yards. Um, my, the first baseball game I ever went to was Cal Ripken Jr.'s, like, Fan, like his uh, famous, most famous, like his 2000th game or whatever in a row, like whatever number that was. Yeah, okay. Really? Um, that, that was, was my your... first game I ever went to was oh, wow. like the the game that it was that game. That game, um, okay. And like they had like these big banners that came down that were like had the number and then we all got free stuff, so much free stuff, <laughs> free posters and hats and shirt. Everyone was so excited. It was like a big, huge deal. It was great. <laughs> and I was you very young, but like yeah, I have like, big memories. So. Get it at all? But I remember it's yeah. Again, I'm old though, so I, I remember that was such a big deal. So that's <laughs> that was your first game. That's funny. that was my very first baseball game I ever went to. All right, um, tell me about your. I guess we should we should slide into music. Tell me about you do that? your. Well, we're, we're I slide different ways. Um, Tell me about your favorite concert that you've ever been to. Hmm. I kind of, I tend to go a little bit more low key 
with with concerts most of the time so like i had there was this really nice one that i went to a few years back um it was actually it was in chicago actually i was before i lived here but i was visiting and it was a penny and sparrow concert um they're they just they're like they are acoustic mostly so like they're, okay. they're folk singing and like acoustics and they have some really gorgeous music um and it, and it's just like little intimate setting um and they've got then sometimes they have, play with the guitars one time they have this a couple songs they do acapella and it was just beautiful would you say that's more the style that you look like listen to uh that not most of the time um i <laughs> definitely like a lot of classic rock so on my if i'm listening to music or if i'm doing um like which I, which i honestly don't listen to music as often as i as i used to i do more podcast listening now if i am if i'm listening to something when i'm like walking or on this on the bus or something but i like you know acdc and uh guns and roses really okay let me ask you this fallout fallout boy okay no <laughs> not nothing yet stop it stop yeah. it <laughs> um acdc or uh, Zeppelin. Zeppelin. I think I, I think Zeppelin. ACDC is fun to like, you know, headbang to, but Zeppelin has some really beautiful um, stories that they tell. Right. With their with their music, and like it's it's a lot. It's always a lot more in depth than I think it is on first listen, which I really like that I can kind of go back into it. And I'm like, oh, this is about Lord of the Rings, you giant nerd. <laughs> All right. Um, That's fun for me. Would you say that you're more of a 70s, eight, well, 70s um, classical rock person? I can't call Guns N' Roses classical rock yet. I can't. I, I need. I know I should. Or would you say it's more... It's would 2021. You... you can call them classical uh, rock. You know how hard it is for me to say? All right. Motley Crue, um, Guns N' Roses. Like, is that even... Does that register to you? Or are you more old school? I do like Guns N' Roses. Um, why? Tell me why. I never, again, okay, it's, I, okay. it's about the fun. It's a lot about the fun factor. Like I feel like you can really just bang your head to it, which is fun. It's you know they're metal bands. They're they're hair band. It's fun to just whip your hair back and forth to it. Okay, I get. I I my roommate had lose your use your illusion too i get it i I just didn't i didn't see the appeal it seemed like i just never got into um i think the concerts when they kept they were mm. also off and on and then they went on mtv and they just they i think they did november rain for like 11 minutes and, oh. and i was like okay that's just just too long that's a lot yeah that's a lot that's so a lot um but hey they sold out Wrigley Field so they must be doing something right so if all right if you had to listen to one song that could annoy your neighbors at 2 a.m in the morning as loud as possible what song would that be mm. uh don't stop me now 
Love the it. queen. <laughs> the song that never seems to end. Yeah, that would that would annoy that would drive that would me annoy insane. everybody, and oh it God. would never leave my brain. But um, <laughs> it's it, I enjoy that song whenever I hear it, and so even if it's four in the morning, if it's just to piss off my neighbors, uh, that because then I could just replay it and I would be fine. <laughs> all right. Um. All right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna. There are some things I do know about you. Um, and so let's let's delve into that. Tell me what a no. Let's let's present it this way. True or false? Civil War is the best Marvel movie that was been made. False. False. Winter Soldier, and then <sighs> maybe Civil War after that. Well, yeah, Winters. I... <laughs> Okay. Well, it's got spies. It's fun. <laughs> I like spy movies. Okay. All right. I'll give you that. Um, you're a big Marvel nerd. I heard. I am a big Marvel nerd. This is this is true. Tell me the degree of Marvel nerdism you are. Well, my bedroom wall oh, currently okay. Love has that. yeah. There's <laughs> a lot of just a lot to, of Marvel stuff on it. See, you're um, trying to hold back your own nerddom. All right. Uh, I know of, the playing field I'm on now. Okay. Lots of uh, and then, then over down the other wall, there's a lot more Marvel posters. I've got lots of lots of posters. Um, I've got the Marvel Encyclopedia. Do you I, really? I do have the Marvel Encyclopedia. Yes. Which one um, do you have? It's big. It's big one. No, I'm new. Uh, yes, I. I... Uh, it's a pretty recent one. Okay. Um, I. I mean, I've seen the only the only one of the MCU movies that I haven't seen many times is Ultron. It's the only one I didn't I didn't ever really feel the need to rewatch. Okay. Um, Were you a comic book person or no? I always liked comic books. Um, and comic book stories. I did think my father had invented Spider Man. Um, until a time I don't remember when I found that out wasn't true, but I do remember being like three and him telling us stories about Peter Parker and Spider-Man, like, you know, saving Aunt May from a bookshelf or something using super, he told us like all of these stories. Um, and I honest to God thought that they were just stories he was making up. I, t I don't even remember when I learned he didn't invent Spider-Man, but I definitely thought he did. Uh, so I, hey. I grew up as a kid on stories of mostly Spider-Man, Superman and Wonder Woman. Or like the the three that he told us the most about. Really? Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, who's your favorite? Spider Man. Oh, you're so awesome. Um, I've always loved Spider Man. Has always been my favorite superhero. I've always wanted to kind of be Spider Man. I would tell people that, and I I understand when I I probably had to go listen to therapy because of it. Um, that's why I wanted to grow up and be Spider Man. I wanted um, to grow up and be Spider Man. Ugh. Imagined and it so many times. That's and it's kind of how I got into writing because Peter Parker worked at a newspaper. So I was like, oh well, I should work at a newspaper too, um, which I clearly don't. But I, I grew up loving Spider-Man, um, and collecting the comic books and whatnot. And the only reason I wanted to be a writer, um, because I wanted to write stories about Marvel characters and Spider-Man and like give them the justice they deserved. Um, I definitely yeah. wrote, or not wrote, I didn't actually write anything down, but I definitely told myself lots of stories about Spider-Man to help me go to sleep. <laughs> Did you? Oh yeah, uh, all the time as a kid. Like I would just um, just write Spider-Man stories to help me 
fall asleep at night. Um, a lot of the times they also invent ended up being about Spider-Man's daughter, uh, mm. who also got spider powers. And then I discovered later that, oh, they did write comic books about her. I didn't create this character at all. That's fine. I mean, um, it wasn't the best <laughs> story, so. <laughs> no, they were they weren't. Um, I had fun with it. I created stories where, like, it was, we don't have to go into that. No, see, had... it's not that crazy to me because <laughs> I understand this. I, un <laughs> I was, uh, so I grew into a big Magneto fan. Um, and this is where it's going to tie into you. So Magneto's daughter is Wanda. Yes. Yes. And so I always wanted to write this big thing because she's so, like, right now they don't get, I think, I hope they start giving her the justice that she deserves as far as power because I, I, I the world doesn't know what's what like her know. like the hex magic is so cool like the probability stuff that she does yeah. in the comics is so cool and they haven't it's like she, they, she hasn't really done any of that right so like, she just does like okay it's like yes yeah, she can do reality warping fine i want to see her do the thing where she just kind of snap like you know twist her fingers and the gun jams because yeah the bad luck i'm like this it's such a cool i like power and they just really didn't haven't done much with it yet i know too. so i'm hoping like like i got when they when they came on disney and they had their show and they slow it was a very slow build but i i was like okay i picked up little bits and pieces and like okay maybe this is the slow burn into her really being someone important really giving her justice so um yeah, like and maybe they will. Like they, they had, they had to build up her sudden new incredible powers by right. by the time she shows up in multiverse. So like she's gonna be in the Stephen Strange one. So right. it, I mean, I guess they can't just have her go from her Endgame <laughs> power to that, especially right. if they're going to be like really delving into it. So I hope that like they. That was half the reason for WandaVision to exist, beyond yes. the um, telling the grief storyline, which was I appreciated, like them doing a smaller story about that. Yeah. Um, but I hope that it was at least partly to to build up her power oh, yeah. level, so that people aren't like, "What? When did that happen?" <laughs> yeah, I agree. I totally agree. Um, so yeah, there's that. Um, I. <laughs> since we're on movies it is Halloween no no I know what I want to ask you did you have you gone to um they have the comic cons and I know that you like makeup and you like to wear costumes I have, have been to C2E2 have you and Otakon but that was a long time ago but I've been to and you've dressed I up uh, yeah well when I was at Otakon I was Carmen San Diego because I didn't have much of um uh anything um but I've been to C2E2 a couple of times. Um, I did go as the Black Widow twice. Um, and Dean Winchester once. Uh, how? Explain to me how that works. Like, you just decided no hair and just... No, I just went, I went like, um, like, female, like, gender-bent Dean Winchester. Oh, I had okay. blonde hair at the time. So, like, or, like, dark, like, so I just wore the blonde, uh, like, in a, in a braid with um jeans and wore like a black shirt a flannel and a like a 
in a green like army jacket yeah. and a leather coat you okay know? i carried with me like a little like a, a demon like a plastic demon blade that i'm good <laughs> at flipping um like i, I you know just were you just... were you satisfied how it ended no okay no no mm-hmm. i okay not good. even a little bit it yeah. was complete garbage <laughs> all right i'm glad i'm not the only one okay like no you're not yeah. Okay. My, I was watching it with a, a friend of mine, and like we'd been watching the show together for years. Right. So like, even when she moved to California, we kept watching the show together, and like. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. God, we were both so mad about it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, really? Oh, the worst. This is terrible. What did you do? I've seen me. you die a million other different times. And come. That's really? Okay. All right. And then like, and then you're just going to, and Castiel was my favorite character. Of yeah. the whole series, like at like, I was really upset when they killed off Crowley because they decided to I was make him say take Crowley. Yeah. all of his stupid pills. He was so smart until that last like three episodes that he was in, and then he took all of the stupid pills all of the time. And yes. it's like, why, like writers, do you not understand your characters at all? Because the Crowley that's existed up until now would never do any of these things. And I'll what it didn't make any sense. That that was mm-hmm. stupid. Um, hated his death. And then the the ending, I was just like, you're going to, first you're going to do Cass that dirty. Right. Like, that dirty. And then you're never going to mention him again? Are you kidding? Right. He just doesn't even get mentioned until like the end, spoiler alert, <laughs> when they're like in heaven or whatever and Bobby's like, Cass helped set it up. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah. So dumb, so dumb. He gets killed by a a nail that shouldn't have been there. Like, why was it there? That doesn't make sense. In the barn, even it's like it wasn't even part of something. It was just a nail stuck out of the wall. Stupidest thing. And the vampires that they were fighting were the stupidest things. They brought back the journal. Didn't make sense. Now the vampires wear masks. I don't know. I don't understand. (laughs) Nothing about that episode. No, it was it was it was it was a total rush. It was like no, I've. I've seen you gone through much more worse than this for that. No, no, that's not, it's not how this ends, but clearly. Super garbage. And then yeah. Sam's slowly becoming this, old montage yeah, with that worse was like, and worse oh. wigs. Oh. You never see his wife. <laughs> and it's like not explicitly to be Eileen. It's like, well, what was the point? Like, I loved her. Like, right. you have to have your son's name written on his overalls. Cause otherwise what? You'll forget it. <laughs> 
All right. It's the stupidest thing in the entire world. I, I hate okay. it. Okay, right. sorry. Like I said, That's a, let's hey. not get me on this. Cause... No, I didn't know that was a <laughs> I open hated wound. it so much. Okay. Well, it's just I, I, put a, I put a lot of time and effort into that show. I, and yeah. just kept watching it even after I was no longer really enjoying it anymore. <laughs> Like, like long we stuck after with I was it. no longer enjoying it anymore. You, even though it kept changing times and days, and you're like, ah, oh, I'm, but I have, I watch it because I watch it. I, yeah, I know it's, it's almost the, over. I know it's the same plot every week. I get that, but this is what I do. So mm-hmm. yeah, I feel you. I do. You don't have any uh, Buffy Angel pain that you want to share, do you? Um, I didn't despise how Buffy ended and I never finished watching Angel. Oh, Angel's um, the best one. I got, I got like, I wanted to watch Angel because I wanted, um, to get to the part where Spike comes back. Again, um, spoiler alert, I'm terrible. I'm the worst. Um, <laughs> I didn't, but I never even got that far. Um, I don't remember why. I think at the time I was watching it, I was still using like mega video. Or something oh god and trying to like I've, I've recently i have rewatched buffy um several a couple times but like i never got back into angel and i think maybe that's because a lot of the time if i'm watching buffy i'm watching it with somebody and it's just easier for me to yeah. watch stuff with a person and no one's ever watching angel well and, i think i got and... three seasons into angel all right well, season four is kind of stupid. Um, season five, and once I well, I would watch the last two seasons. That's all. Okay. I'm the one person who is who did watch Angel. So, yes, when Spike comes back, then it, it's a game changer. So, I always liked Spike. So he he adds personality. So I like that. Um, speaking of personality, it is Halloween. Or it's, well, not today, but it's going to be. It's going to be soon. It's going to be soon. I don't know if it's your favorite time of the year, but I I freaking love it. Um, I've been working on props for days. As what a serial killer house? What I don't. What is well, we're we're we we have got a lot of stuff um, in our main area now. Lots of of the drapey, uh, the cobwebs, and also those like gray and black cloths we got some chains hanging down i've been painting like by like getting those uh like skulls from convenience stores and painting them up Ah, okay have bloody like like bloody teeth and like sort of darker bone and like just actually yeah you know making them look a little bit more spooky you need those absolutely i've got a bunch of like old liquor bottles that i'm kind of painting i got this crackle paint to make it look like do the um to do like labels for them so we can have potion bottles around. We've got a lot of- uh, Is this just randomly? Are you like having stuff? a party or something? Like- Well, part just... of it is the, pl- there is a plan to have a party, but we were starting this stuff long before we actually okay. Like, gotcha. this is the thing that we're just doing. Beautiful. For fun. <laughs> and we would have done it regardless of a party. I love it. I love it. Um, Give me your, um, some of your scariest movies. Some of your favorite scary movies. Okay. Um, well, one that I 
that was really good was um, it was a Korean horror film called Cinderella. And it was, God, it was absolutely terrifying. It followed this, um, these teenage girls and the one girl's mom was a plastic surgeon. Um, and so all of the girls are getting plastic surgery, which is oh, apparently no. actually a thing that like is a that is a thing in korea you get young girls getting plastic surgery okay but like there was this almost gr- like you know samara like character who would just kind of like as they're going under the knife they'd like see her and she was always like give me back my face oh and God. then like <laughs> uh and then the girls who are getting the plastic surgery they start in like going crazy and like self-mutilating it was awful oh. um and there's a really cool twist that I'm not going to spoil, but that was, it was so well done. And the suspense was so like up to your eyeballs. So that was a really good one. Um, <laughs> That's a good way to start this. That was a good one. Um, I've been watched. I, I haven't watched like, a, a, I'm trying to think of movies that scared me and there weren't that many. I liked the haunting of Hill house show. Okay. Um, like that was a good, scary uh really good suspense um movie or it's a tv show i keep calling it a movie it's a long form movie um i did like the second paranormal activity movie yes you are it's just me and you again i yeah i liked and i know they're bad but i will watch them every time they come on tv like the, the first one i remember not being scared at all because I was just waiting the whole time right. for that scene from the commercial for the demon right. to drag her into the bedroom and it doesn't happen until the end so I just said the whole time just like and well when, when is he gonna do the thing um yes. it just took ugh, took forever and so like by the time it happened we had already been making a thousand jokes about about it so it like that movie just didn't didn't really scare me but the second one i do i was like oh my god (laughs) i thought they did a good job with the found footage security camera and like the back and forth and then it's there like you're kind of waiting for it but it's not exactly when you thought it was gonna be but then it is like so i really liked that one um trying to think if there's any other movie like horror scary movies that i've seen that i watch regularly which there's there's not, but what did you think of the, the Blair Witch? Um I the first one's fine. It didn't yeah. it's not really my it's it didn't really do it for me. It didn't scare okay. I felt it was a little slow. Oh in a lot right. of parts. And I was like, uh, okay, now okay, now we're doing this again. <laughs> I, I don't know. The everything happens, then nothing happens. But everything happens, then nothing happens. I just am like, okay. Gotcha, yeah. Um, are you a big, um, we mentioned paranormal, just in general, are you a big paranormal person? Like, do you have, do you watch a TV show? Do you, are you, do you believe in ghosts? Um, uh, I've the, never really believed in ghosts. Um, I believe that energy cannot be created or destroyed. And sometimes that energy sticks around in ways that we can't quite explain properly which is like the you know it's like sometimes places give you a bad feeling and there's like no good reason to explain 
why a place will give you a bad feeling, but it does. And it's like that. It's like, uh, is it a ghost? I don't think so. But did something happen here? Maybe like that. It's, it's difficult. It's difficult to say. It's impossible to say. Um, I do think that most ghost sightings are actually related to carbon monoxide and infrasound, which has been scientific. <laughs> That's science, but. <laughs> well, the, the guys at Ghost Adventures are definitely going to argue with you there. Oh, they can argue with me all they <laughs> want to. I'm still going to be, I'm, I am much more of a, it can, most of it can be explained in, with science. Ah, um, yes. And the stuff that can't, can maybe also be explained with science <laughs> just like <laughs> so you you live in a world of realism is what you're saying science can yeah, explain everything it, science can explain everything i'm still that doesn't mean that i am going to um go seek out a ouija board either right like you know i, I grew up in a christian household where it was it where and to, I don't want to offend anybody, but like Christians can have some very weird and conflicting ideas about the paranormal. So there, you know, yep. There, yep. there's a lot of, but four minutes ago, you said this thing, uh, but now you're saying something completely different. And there's a lot of confusion there uh, growing up in a household like that. Um, but I, so, so it's one of those, it's like, I don't really believe in ghosts, but, and well, I would absolutely 100% spend the night in a haunted place because I want to see what it is like. Um, I'm not going to call out to a potential evil being via a Ouija board, even though I don't think it would actually do anything. Right. It's like, oh, yeah, I, I can just leave that box uh, uh, unopened just in case. But I want to go to a haunted insane asylum and spend the night. So, <laughs> gotcha. Totally understand. Um, the only of the ghost hunting shows that I've ever watched the entirety of is BuzzFeed Unsolved Supernatural. <laughs> BuzzFeed, which is ridiculous. Oh, got yeah. a true believer and a complete non-believer, and they go and they go to these haunted places and sometimes spend the night and it is very funny to watch the believer guy panic the entire time and the guy who's like it's just the wind oh yeah it's it's the <laughs> like, best i yeah i for a long time i used to watch ghost adventures because i'm i was big into paranormal stuff and it's exactly what you said it's it just seemed every episode there seemed to be a big freak out in a whatever it's like well it could just be the one. It, it is a creaky building. Like it was like, okay. And so eventually it just, it, I believe to a degree, but then I believe there's just because how your mind plays tricks on you, you can turn. You see any, what you want to see. You see exactly what you want. Yeah. And I, like, um, especially if you've gotten heard all these stories about this very haunted building and everyone's like, this is what I saw. This is what I saw. This is what I heard. This is you know, it's like, Someone is going to see something there because you're just primed for it. I, I tell the story when I was little. Um, I got scared about something and I don't even remember what it was. But for a long time, when I was younger, um, I went to bed with the light off in my room and I usually have the TV on. 
and I thought there was a little man sitting in my room. Um, and so from that, for like the next month, I would sleepwalk into my mom's bedroom and sleep there because I, I literally thought there was a little man sitting like in my room. Uh, it turned out to be just a like a giant teddy bear lion. Um, well done. That my mind that turned into some sort of leprechaun that was sitting to watch me at night. Did you maybe see a trailer for the leprechaun movie? I and no, just I can conflate it in your brain. I was again such a nerd. Like anytime a scary movie came on, like it was just like boom, like full in my head. So, um, that's why I wasn't allowed to watch scary movies. Why? Well, that's a, long a good time. reason. Like when Nightmare was, on Elm Street came out, I did not like. It was one of those like, I should not be watching things, pretty much because it gets in my head. I'm such a visual person, and yeah. Oh yeah. Um, so what's up for you? What's next for you? What are you doing with your life? Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, currently I am working two serving jobs. I've finally gone down to five shifts a week oh, and boy. five days instead of the six shift seven day no the seven shift six days that i was doing for like eight months and then the six and then the this the six shifts five days that i was doing for a long time and now finally i'm supposed to be at five shifts and five days wow. <laughs> hasn't worked out yet that's supposed to happen a month ago but i've still had to work all of the saturdays uh, you just enjoy working so much. You're like, let me do it all die. the time. <laughs> okay. All right. It was supposed to be, um, it was supposed to be, I wasn't supposed to do it ever. Like that was never supposed to be what happened. We were supposed to get some, some new people in, but then, um, we just weren't able to get them for I a long time. Pandemic may so, have happened. Yeah. I've heard well, of that. I mean, the, it was like after the, the worst of it, quote unquote, who knows mm. what's going on right now, but like things had opened back up again and we were, and I was, had been working a lot, which was fine. Um, and then we were supposed to get some fresh blood in to take over some of those shifts and yes. we just kept not, it kept not working. And then we got some new people in, but it was really busy. So like, I still couldn't leave. And then we didn't trust them because they weren't, <laughs> we had to like get them to a point where we trusted them to close alone. Right. So it just took a lot longer than it was supposed to. So, um, you know, looking at so that's so working down to down shifts, which is good. 
that right. shifts for me is better so that way I can focus on some other things I've done a little bit of voice acting um I would like to get more into that um I've done some we've done we've done a bunch of uh zoom Shakespeare stuff and we've put some of them on YouTube I saw that the BYO Shakespeare yeah yeah so we've done some of those those are fun um again very low budget but uh those were those were enjoyable they got better as we went along as we as we figured out what we were doing they definitely got better as as we figured our stuff out absolutely so you're saying that you need to create is what i hear yes yes that is next (laughs) the idea so looking into the voice acting stuff and and that kind of thing. All right. Well, um, and plus Halloween is coming. And, yes, it is. And, and softball. Um, you know what? I have a feeling we, we could come up with something. I do. My, my brain is tingling, but we'll Ooh. talk about that later. Yes. Um, all right. So you have a Halloween costume picked out? Uh this this year i'm probably just going to fall back on old classics and go as the black widow again um it's i've got i've got like a good one that i've put together uh over like two years all right i um, mean it's consistency so i like and, it yeah, exactly and i've got and my friend is coming um he's gonna be captain america so i was like well okay then might as well actually just pull that pull that trigger and do black widow we've done hawkeye and black widow before um and so this year it would be fun. It's like, okay, sure, I'll do Black Widow again. It's fun. All right. I've got some new things for my uh, widow's uh, widow bites. <laughs> widow wire to to create those to make them to punch them up a little bit. Awesome. Um. All right. Wait, what, let's say a year from now. A year from now, and then ten years from now. What do you? Where do you want to be? Well, a year from now, I think I would like to be doing more consistent acting work. Not necessarily, like, just more consistent. I would like to have gotten a couple of paid gigs under my belt instead of, I've done mostly uh, unpaid things. Um, so I'd like to get a few few paid gigs under my belt for, for that. I'll just pad up my resume a little bit. In 10 years, I want to have been in a Marvel movie or TV show, for sure. Um, I haven't decided, like, where I want, like, who I want to be. I think it's, now that Kat Dennings is getting married, we can get rid of her and you can jump right in there. Just be Darcy? Yeah, I might as well, Yes. It's just my Something opinion. a side character like that is fine with me. Yes. Um, I would also, I basically in ten years, I want my um career to be sort of looking like Mark Shepard, where I've got like a little, like I've got parts in a lot of different things, <laughs> right. doing a lot of different things, but consistently working, and like really, like he seems like he is having a lot of fun all the time. So that is that is yes. where I want to be in ten years. Absolutely. I want to be Mark Shepard, but me. I like that. That's awesome. Um, do you find it difficult getting, especially in Chicago? Um, would you consider yourself a comedian or no, or just an actress? I would, 
say I'm I'm more just an actress. I I know that I can be funny, but I I wouldn't. I've tried improv. I've done a little bit of that. It's not my bag. I okay. need to go back and like finish taking my classes at the Annoyance um, because I think it's a good skill set to have. Um, but I would say I'm more an actor i would like to do a lot more like more comedies i've done i had some success doing comedic roles but i'm not like a stand-up comic or okay improv uh comic or anything like that all right because I've, I've heard other women in chicago say how hard it is to break into finding acting roles um yeah. in chicago which is I mean, I'm not in the scene, so I don't know. It's so I, I I hear it, but it's like, why? What is what is the issue? And it's a lot of, I guess I've gotten a lot of. It's a male-dominated field as far as comedy and directors, and just not a lot of options. Well, like um, when I'm looking at, um, if I'm looking at theater in Chicago auditions or backstage or whatever, if I'm looking at those pages, they there just are more. Uh, parts looking for men just in general there's more male parts that are even being offered at all um there the female parts that are offered are usually um like a lot of them that i've seen at least are for much older women which is like cool good for them but it's not helpful to me <laughs> i can't place a 45 year old right. um and or or they're for younger younger actors and i'm like well i I don't know that I could pull up 16 or 18. I'm like, I'm not, I can't do that either. I'm like in that weird middle range. So a lot of like that's part of it is trying to find, um, is trying to find something that the casting director is looking for um, when it does, when they do have roles right. um, or like the last like three things that I'm like, well, that looks fun. Oh, nope. Looking for a black woman. Well, good luck. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> it's like, not me. Um but it's it's just there's just fewer parts that are being offered from what I've noticed on the various forums that I've been looking at so to you I ask have you ever thought uh, and and this isn't what we're going to talk about later um have you ever thought of creating something maybe to also put on the internet you know maybe sell yourself I have. I have come up with some ideas as well um, okay. that are, that I'm like, yeah, it'd be funny. Little skits, like little sketches. I've got a couple of little, um, like tight little skit ideas in my, in my brain. And I've written a few of them down, but not, nothing super fleshed out. Um, all right. I mean, yeah, it's cause you work all the time. So I, I understand it, but yeah, I mean, you can see the quirkiness in the personality it's there. So it's like, it's yeah. like, huh. Why didn't she do that? That would be perfect for her. So, yeah, some of it is a uh, is is set. It's like I do now have a new like uh, a new ring light with a thing place where I can stick my phone if I wanted to do something like that. Um, it's just more of a coming up with the actual script for something yeah. to then to then continue because like I do enjoy creating. I'm good at coming up with like little like bits um but then trying to like streamline it into something editing has never been my best thing i was that child who when we were told as a as a kid to write a 
a biography of a family member. Everybody else in the classes was like three pages max, and mine was 15. Like, I'm just, <laughs> yeah, I can't. Like, all of my, all of my things end up being just so, so much longer than anticipated. And I just am like, but it's important. Um, so yes. trying to get something pithy and small has never been my, yeah, my forte. I, I I've always that. been this big, expansive, um, I've got to get so much, so much has to happen. Yes. Um, I get you. That's, that's a problem I've always run into with writing. Uh, <laughs> when I, when I do, when I write uh, stories or creative writing or anything like that, it's like, oh, nope, that's much longer than it's supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um, all right. Final questions. What's the one thing that you eat um, that makes you comfortable? That's like, reminds you of Chicago. That's like, I don't care if it's unhealthy or whatever. This makes me feel good. Hmm. I really like, well, if you're talking about specifically reminds me of Chicago, then Primo Chucky's Tacos. Where are, is that? It is on <laughs> Lawrence between, it's like uh, by Paulina. Um, right across from where Byron's hot dogs are. You can oh, that them. has a name? It's called Primo Chukis. I've no, I've been there so many times. I didn't know it had like a name. It oh. recently expanded um from a <laughs> yes. tiny little baby storefront. Now it's much bigger. Now it's bigger. Yes. They have my they favorite have ta tacos in the city. They have taco too. Yes, that's where I would go for Taco Tuesday. I love Primo Chukis. <laughs> <laughs> that's the name of it. Yes. Ah. And right. it was always very funny to me because I used to have to pass by all the time. And it, at, no matter what freaking time of day, I passed by at noon, I passed by at midnight, I passed by at 4 a.m. And there was somebody in Primo Chukis, like a customer. <laughs> there was always at least one customer in Primo Chukis. And then passing by like three doors down was Taco Loco. And there was never anybody in there but a bored waitress. And I was mm. like, this place is a front for the mob. Yes. Because it stayed open. I was like, I've never seen a single person in here. Not one. It's huge. Like, no one's ever here. No, it's not. I mean, they won all those trophies, though, for something. I remember that. <laughs> I don't know. Taco Loco, <laughs> sus as hell. Yeah. Hey. Primo hey. Chukis is my favorite taco place in Chicago. That is. All right. Fair enough. I'm okay <laughs> with that. That is. I just. I'm just glad it has a name now. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think that's all. I, no, I, yes. Um, oh yeah. I know what I wanted to ask you. Okay. Um, I don't know if you're dating or not, but if you were, to, if you were looking for a guy or girl or person, what is the one quality that you look for in that person or your, your special person you have now? Um, guess something that would be important for me if you're dating somebody is um like listening and like you know so who doesn't care when I get super passionate about things that don't matter <laughs> um <laughs> yes. like you know my thing earlier about you know supernatural or like you know when I get really mad about Steve Rogers and Endgame I want you know someone who will like listen to my bullshit all right, stop, and who, stop, stop. Mm -mm. Why? What's, what's, you don't like old Steve? 
I think they completely assassinated the character that they made me like a lot. Uh, okay. Um, and I should have, as, as a black man, I should have strong feelings on this. However. No, I'm cool with him retiring. No, I don't and like... it's that. And it's, it's the thing is, I kind of feel the same way. You've already taken Iron Man from the story that could possibly go further. And now you've just taken my Captain America away. I'm, I love Sam as Captain America. I would have been 100% fine with Steve Rogers stepping back and like retiring and like just living off a quiet life somewhere. It was the fact that he decided to go back in time to be with a woman he'd shared one kiss with who had moved on with her life, (laughs) who had a family. He decided her family didn't matter. So he's going to just erase her husband and children and just selfishness because who cares what Peggy, what Peggy wanted. Um, And then he's also going to, in order to get back to that point, he had to not change anything else. So that means he left Bucky to be tortured for, for decades. He abandoned him in the future. Now he left Wanda all alone because he was the only person she had left. And then get, she went off and kidnapped the town. Thanks. Good job, Steve. He decided to let Hydra grow in shield and not tell Peggy about any of that. He allowed like, like, Oh my God, everything, everything. See, all right, Lauren, I can tell we are, we God. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right. Anyway, I hated no, what they did to I Steve thought... Rogers in Endgame. I was so mad about it when I saw it in theaters. I was so mad. The one thing that kept bugging me. And again, I'm okay. I'm saying, all right, you're going to fair ending, whatever. He's going to, he's going to die. He's old man, Steve now. But you, and what you said, he didn't change anything else. And immediately, I, immediately I thought. So he he wasn't gonna step up, and he knew about nine eleven. He wasn't gonna no. Did he did he jump in like in that? And I don't know why that came to me, but it's exactly what you said. He's not gonna stop the assassination of Martin Luther King. He's gonna like in if we we need to stay in universe. He's gonna let the Winter Soldier kill Howard Maria Stark. Uh. Also, he's gonna let the Winter Soldier keep. They're gonna do that to Bucky, and everyone keeps doing. He's like, well, he knows Bucky's gonna be fine in the end. It's like, (laughs) did you look at that man's face? He was not fine. I don't feel as crazy as I did an hour ago now. <laughs> no, they they took his character <laughs> and they you. like balled it up into a little, uh, little pieces and shoved a weird dance scene that I didn't ask for down my throat. And I was like, I'm supposed to be happy about this after he's just erasing Peggy's whole life and he's condemning Bucky to be tortured for 70 years. Awesome. Good job, Steve. You're oh. totally worthy of Mjolnir. What a jerk. Now that you... <laughs> I'll never not be mad about it. It's oh, right? I didn't put that much thought into it, but now you're right. I mean, that... The only way that they can now save this is if... Because um, there was a joke that someone in uh, the Loki show, someone saw in the background Peggy Carter. Like, yeah. in, like, just walking past. I'm like, you know what? If the TVA came and kidnapped Steve for that 
for that bullshit move, I'm fine with it. <laughs> Uh, I'm fine with it. If they, ca- they kidnapped him and that's the reason he couldn't get back, I'm okay with it now. But nice. other than that, there's no way to save it. I'm like, he's... And it would have been so easy for them to, to fix it. There was a couple of moments in Endgame, I can't think of specific ones right now, that didn't need to be there. They could have cut a two-minute scene that didn't need to be there. And then and at the end, added something like Steve being like, there's something we gotta do, you know? Just, oh, there's... Yeah. Just... You don't even need to show him saving anybody or just there's something we got to do and cut to a, the image of the bunker from, from this, this, from winter soldier. It's like, they're going to save Bucky. And like, okay, now things are changing. They're setting in motion, a new timeline. I'm fine with all of, they're going to do, he's going to do something, but no, they didn't do that. It was necessary for me to see rocket raccoon be shoved into fat Thor's stomach. That was necessary. (laughs) You got some trauma going. I do. Uh, yeah, a little bit. Endgame made me really upset. <laughs> I see that. Hey, maybe um this new Spider-Man movie will change things. So maybe. Maybe. All right. I'm still, uh, give, I'm still watching these movies on shows. Obviously, I'm getting. Uh, they, they've got me. Yes. They've 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 got me forever. Cool. All right. Um. Well, that's where the podcast is, actually ends. I have to push stop. Where's stop okay. at? Goodbye, podcast listeners. Oh yeah, I should talk. Well, yeah. Okay, that just that's some silliness. Um, that's not actually how the podcast ends. Just um, that part. So let's go to a break. It's commercial time. It was a night like any other night. Then something happened. Something different. It's no shooting star. Why here? Why now? Why clowns? (laughs) They've been knocking them dead all over the universe. What are you going to do? Knock my block off. (laughs) Soon they'll be doing it at a theater near you. Killer clowns from outer space. from outer space it's crazy i think i need to apologize um i was i really chewed the hell out of that gum in that episode (laughs) in that interview um anyway let's do a quick sidebar from our chat with norn um 
I need to point out, for those of you who still think Buffy is much better than Angel, you're wrong. And I'm here to tell you, you are very wrong. And I hope somewhere in your life, you not only realize this, but take the time and the energy to go back and watch and look at the writing and how much better each Angel episode is compared to the just stupid storylines Buffy was getting by the end of the show. It's dumb. Just dumb. Whereas Angel just got smarter and cooler. So, it's putting it out there. Um, Lauren brought up a great... A, a great thought about Captain America and Endgame. Um, I will say it. I didn't put as much effort in thinking about it as much as she has, but it did bug me. It's like there's so much else you could have done. I don't know why. <laughs> in my stupid head, it's like okay, if you get the. <laughs> and I thought it was because I have a um I have a movie poster of Back to the Future in my house, and I thought wow. If Marty McFly could ever go back in time, I wonder if he'd go save Tupac and Biggie. <laughs> sure, that's not on his list of things to do, but you, would would they be on Captain America's? That's the real question. Um, another disclaimer. So, she's absolutely right about the ending of um, Supernatural. Very stupid. Crowley <laughs> Crowley was much smarter than they gave him credit for, for him to die so pathetically. Um, you've literally you've done everything possible um, for Sam. To, for, to Dean. And that's how he dies. Come on. Come on, guys. I know it's the end of the episode. I know it's the end of, of the run, but you can do better than that. You can do much better. Um, someone brought up, um, mentioned the scariest things that I have witnessed in my life or have thought of. Um, if you guys ever get the chance, I brought up in the intro, like the before we started the podcast, um, I grew up not too far from the HHH Homes um, place where it's not the actual building anymore. The building's gone, but where he his his house was, his building was where he did all the murders. Uh, that's not far from the house that I grew up in. Um, another thing was, and you can go back and check this. I remember hearing about the Max Hedrum incident on WGN. And if you go on YouTube and type in Max Hedrum WGN, it's this crazy, crazy incident that happened um, where some guy just hacked into the channel and it was the scariest shit, weirdest shit possible. And you don't think that things like that could happen in the world. Um, <laughs> but they can. Um, and that was just in the 80s. So, and and, it, and if you don't know what's going on, and you're used to a way of life, and that comes on, that's scary as shit. Um, 
say that because the last scariest thing, and I can't even imagine going through this, is I don't know if you guys remember um, a few years ago in Hawaii where they got the message that pretty much the world, they were, they were about to be bombed and their world was going to end in like half an hour. <laughs> and could you imagine getting that message and this actually happened? Oh my god, I, I, I think about it. I'm surprised no one's like made a movie about that. That the panic and just thought process that you would go through after hearing these alarms and getting these notices that, hey, your world's about to end in about half hour. D deal with that. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that was just some spooky stuff I thought of, or just scary stuff. Um coming from our chat with Lauren. Once again, thanks to Lauren Schneider, our guest, who was fucking incredible. Um, actress, voice actress, super funny, super passionate. Um, yeah, if you get a chance to work with her, if you get a chance or you need some, like, anything, you need an actress, you need anything, uh, hit her up, because she is awesome. She has a great personality and clearly is passionate about what she knows and what she does. So, uh, there's that. Okay, so I told you this was a special episode. And what does that mean? Well, it's the Halloween episode. And we asked Lauren what her scary movies were, but Mike Kincaid, yes, that's me, I'm Mike Kincaid. What's your scariest movies? Well, I'm glad you asked. Um, can we get an intro, please? intro. I feel like we should have an intro. Shout out to the Fat Boys for making this classic song that um, is as scary as the movie that it it's comes from. I think this is Nightmare on Elm Street 3, um, which is more bad than scary. It was more scary because it had a black kid, black fat kid named Kincaid in it. And I thought, oh God, is that how the world sees me? 
clearly yes. Um, not that I starred in the movie, but whatever. Anyway, so I got some movies that I go to that I just think are scary as shit. And you can follow my lead. Tell me what you think. Um, you can post your list online or wherever you see this on social media. Um, I want to give a special mention to um, the movie Buried. And Buried has Ryan Reynolds in it. And basically, Ryan Reynolds is trapped in a box and buried. And that's the entire movie. And I don't know if it's so much as scary or it just plays so much with my anxiety. But I can't even watch it anymore. It got me. It's that. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It freaked me out that much. Um, so, again, I don't know if it's scary or not, but it spooks the shit out of me that I can't even watch anymore. So I put it on the list. How about that? Congratulations. Buried you a big winner. <laughs> All right. So, what is on my list? All right. I'll do a little countdown for you. Number 10 on my list of scariest movies. Um, I have Halloween. And Halloween is so dumb. I've I've seen a couple of them. I've, um, but I'm thinking of the main one, the first one. And I saw the first one. I was really young. And... That's the, it's the simplest of plots. The simplest of plots of a scary freak show to going around a neighborhood killing people. Um, <laughs> and when you're young and you're and and you don't know any better, like that's the scariest shit possible. I mean, like he, you, they showed that music first of all gets to you, and then I remember like watching it. And, like, he was even out during daylight. And they don't usually, you know, usually get killed at nighttime. Um, and the fact this guy was just haunting and hunting people day or night was like, oh, shit. Um, that's not the thought you need in your head as a kid. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, that made my list. I also have Amityville Horror just because it's based on a real... Um, real events and I'm a paranormal freak and stuff like that just bugs me especially knowing like not just knowing that it kind of it like it did happen that it, I mean that it does happen and when again when you're a believer you believe and I believed <laughs> so um someone mentioned because I brought this up I've seen The Fly once, and I don't put it on the list because it's just gross. I will never watch it again. Um, I don't even want to put it on the list. It's that disgusting to me. But, again, as far as scary, it's scary as shit. Um, 
back to my list. Um, number nine or eight or something, whatever. Nine, eight, it's eight, I think. Okay, number eight is I have the actresses. Um, and Lauren brought it up before. Like, there's some weird rules being a Christian and a Catholic, and I'm a Catholic. And knowing that this is one of the main things that we don't talk about in our faith, like, we don't believe that this stuff would happen, yet alone, there's more than enough proof that this does happen, and you have to call a priest. Um, so knowing that it's faith-related, including Satan, and there's lots of instances of this, uh, yeah, it's... Again, one of those things you can only watch once or twice. I can't get through it. I've it's it's because it's so close to home. I can't really rock with it like, more than once. So that's why it's on my list. Um, so where do we go? Number seven. Number seven. I have Get Out. And why is Get Out on my list? Well. Uh, I can relate. <laughs> I was once at a Guster concert that I was pretty sure was just a Mike Kincaid um, lynching, or going to be at some point. Um, I have been the black guy at so many events, the only black guy. Um, and that is goes as far as dating or going to places or whatever that it's like when I saw the movie I was like oh yeah oh this could totally happen I'm surprised it hasn't happened to me um so my friend Crusher makes fun of me and our friends because um he'll notice if we see another black dude coming or whatever at a bar that we give the head nod and he's like what's the, what's the head nod for and basically it was stuff like this um, knowing that hey I see you you see me and if some shit goes down here in this completely white area that we're in that at least one person here had your back so I'm gonna give you the nod so you know you're not alone. We, we, we'll both go out fighting. <laughs> and you can doubt me if you want, but you you go out and notice and look one day and see if don't if if a nod doesn't occur. But don't know each other, but a nod will occur. And the movie Get Out is the perfect reason why. <laughs> um, next on my list is The Birds. And The Birds is there because... The fear of dealing some, with something that you cannot control um, and or understand is frightening. It's scary as hell. Um, and that's just nature. Nature decided to turn on humanity, um, probably because we didn't treat it right. And knowing that you have no control over that, 
Um, I <laughs> I saw that Birds movie, and I still kind of watch it just because I I I haven't feel, fully understood it yet. Other than sometimes there's just shit you just can't control, and that's scary to me. Um, on number five, I have Paranormal Activity. Um, it's one of, it's on the list of one of those bad movies that I will watch every time, no, no matter what paranormal movie it is, one, two, three, or four, or five, whatever. Um, she's right. One, I think it's two or three, um, is better than most of them, but in a whole, the concept of it is freaky as shit, and they got me, but I'm a wuss. So, I keep it on my list. Um, number four. Nightmare on Elm Street is my number four movie. Um, I saw Nightmare on Elm Street when I was really young. And I remember my uncle and his girlfriend got a VHS tape of it from the place down the street. And in order to see it, I remember they bought pizza and my cousin stayed over and she and I went downstairs. I think her sister stayed there too. And that was the only way we could see it because they were going to watch it. Um, my uncle and his girlfriend. And I understood. And I need to add, the basement's creepy as fuck to begin with. For me to be going into a basement about to watch a movie about a man in a basement. Um, oh, it had all the right elements of me not sleeping for a good two, three years. Ah, <laughs> uh, I've never been. I shouldn't say that. That movie freaked me out so much. And I'm talking about the first one. Um, Freddy was the scariest thing I'd ever seen in my entire life. And the fact that I could not fall asleep. What oh, did not help me whatsoever. And again, I'm watching this movie about this killer who hangs out in the basement. And I have to go through my own creepy basement, which of course they have the lights turned out. Of course, because they have to be as weird and creepy as fuck as possible. So, oh, that whole moment is the scariest, probably one of the scariest times I've ever watched a movie. Um, and because generally I know a movie's a movie when I'm watching it, but then, uh, uh-uh, I could not wait to stop. And get away from that movie. Uh, oh, number three. Number three, I have The Strangers. Um, Strangers is on my list because it's just naturally scary. And I know what it's based off of. And that's the Susan Tate murders. And just knowing, it didn't matter. They didn't care who she was, who that group was, who those people were, what they did, whatever. They just went to torture and kill them just for the fun of it. Um, And knowing, and even seeing this movie, the same thing. 
uh, it's <laughs> I kind of watch it on pins and needles, so to speak, because I can't. It's hard for me to, because again, I'm visual. I'm very visual, so I'll start thinking about stuff like that, and that's it's uh, so creepy. Um, ooh, I didn't want to bring another honorable mention. Um, The Hills Have Eyes is just the creepiest movie possible. Um, <laughs> I really don't have anything else to say about it. It's so creepy. I, for a while, I could not watch it again, but now I'm slowly, I can watch bits and pieces of it. Because again, I'm maybe, again, trying to understand it and make it less traumatizing in my head. Um, since we're talking about trauma, <laughs> let's get to number two. So number two is Night of the Living Dead. And Night of the Living Dead used to be my favorite movie, only because it was the scariest movie I saw. And I remember, I remember this vividly. Because the music they have of Remember in their basement and they hear the loud shriek and the knife and the daughter's killing the mom or whatever? So they used to play that during in a commercial on Channel 50. Um, and here's the scene that gets me. And this is where it really messed with me. So I remember going to Hammond, Indiana with my grandfather and my cousin Shanti, a.k.a. Monica. And I went over some lady's house. Went over some lady's house, and I remember I was just bored, and I went out to the car to get some like GI Joes or something, and it was raining and muggy, and the sky was just completely gray, and it just looked scary. So then I remember going in and going in the basement, and everyone was kind of well, the kids were watching. Night of the Living Dead, and the way the world, like the just the way everything was outside, and the movie there, um, oh my God, it was the scariest thing I'd ever sat through at that point. And this is me as a little kid, and um, it's just, and the fact that we were in some place I didn't, I'd never been before. And we were strange people, and I was in a basement, and with, I mean, it was just the perfect element to, like, I, I think I cried at some point. It was so scary. Um, yeah, that's not one of my proudest moments, but again, it's also one of my favorite movies. So, you get that credit, sir. Um, and number one. Number one's an easy one. Um, just for the trauma it caused me that I've mentioned before. Ladies and gentlemen, your number one movie. I just want to apologize to Mike's mom and Josh's mom and my mom. And I'm sorry to everyone. I was very naive. I am so, so sorry 
for everything that has happened. <laughs> because in spite of what Mike says now, it is my fault. Because it was my project. And I insisted. I insisted on everything. I insisted that we weren't lost. I insisted that we keep going. I insisted that we walk south. Everything had to be my way. And this is where we've ended up. And it's all because of me that we're here now. Hungry. And cold. And hunted. I love you, Mom. Close my eyes. I'm scared to open them. So my number one movie, The Blair Witch Project. Ah, yeah, that's a scene. Um, and this was my scariest movie even before I saw the movie. Um, I was in. I've told this story before. I'll try to keep it quick. I was living in Sheboygan with my ex-girlfriend, current ex-girlfriend, um, but awesome lady, Annie, and and this was for the summer, and Anne and her dad worked the night shift, which is great. However, it's not great when you're in Sheboygan by yourself at night, and you know the Blair Witch is coming out, and you've seen reviews, and you've read a few reviews. So you kind of kind of expect what's going on, and then, oh boy, then I started. I used to listen to Man Cow a lot, and I don't know if he had money in this thing or whatever. But Man Cow sold the shit out of this being a real story, and a real incident and stuff like that, and to the point where I could not sleep. Until my girlfriend or her husband got home at six or seven in the morning, um, and it was the first time I'd ever been I'd like gotten to that point. And again, I hadn't even seen the movie yet, but I was so freaked out that like something was going to get me. And I'm not even kidding. Um, I could not sleep. I could not sleep for the the any reason whatsoever until they got home. Um, so, the fact that they, ugh, man, and it's only the first one, it's only the first one, that, and, but it's still, yeah, until I actually saw the movie, and even in the movie, like, I give them credit for the way they, they did everything, and got, and, like, projected it and whatnot, so, they get props for that, but yeah, for the summer, I could not go anywhere near it. It was just way, 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 way too scary. So, 
Um, luckily I got over it. <laughs> right. Sort of. Kinda. A little bit. But yeah, that's, that is my list. Um, speaking of lists. Um, other spooky, spooky stuff in the world. Um, Chicago has a couple haunted tours. That uh, they're entertaining. I would say the best haunted tours I've taken are in the Wisconsin Dells because there's just so much energy and it's on an Indian burial ground. So that doesn't generally help things. Um, but yeah, if you can get to the Dells and you really wanna, you really wanna just freak yourself out, drive around the Dells or go take the take the ghost trip there, and that'll that'll. Yeah, I'll give you a few stories. Um, speaking of stories, um, not a lot of people know this, but I used to work at Benson House in Bridgeport. And Bridge, Benson House was mentioned on a TV show, a paranormal TV show, a while ago. Um, all again, also over 100 years old. Um, it was a place where just kids lived. I forgot what they're called, fostered kids or whatever. Um, and so they lived in this house. And it was Mob Benton. Mob Benton took care of them. And so I ran the after school program. And I remember them going clear as day. Um, even though Mob Benton had been dead a good 20, 30 years. They never changed their room out. So, like, she had to, like, if you went further into the house, in the building, you would go to the second floor or whatever, and you would go to, you would still see Ma Benton's room, still dressed up, made up, bed made, whatever. Um, and they said how Ma Benton haunted the place. Um, and I wouldn't call it haunted. Uh, me and Ma Benton had a very cordial relationship. Um, and I let her know because I stayed over. I stayed there overnight a few times. And because you could feel her presence for st certain stuff. Some, some things could happen that you cannot explain. And you can only explain it by her. Um, but I showed, I gave her the respect. I told her, hey, you know, I'm here to take care of your kids. I mean you no harm. I respect your space. Please respect me and don't scare the shit out of me. Um, and I will keep doing my best to take care of your children and your house. And we never had an issue. But I've seen her turn on burners on a stove. I've seen her turn lights on and off. Um, I've, I saw a lot of paranormal that could not be explained. Except for Ma Benton being involved. So, um, I know it's not Ghost Hunters, but it's on one of those TV shows on travel. So, if you type in Benton House and Haunted, you will see exactly what I mean. So, spooks to that. <clears throat> um, alright, so one last bit of news um that is october 29th october 29th 
at my buddies. We are doing a spooktacular. What does that mean? So that means from 9 till midnight, there will be a karaoke costume party. Um, and a drink special. It's $30 all you can drink. Um, for domestic, domestic beers. Um, I think one, well, I have the list. Domestic tall boys. Um, low drinks, margaritas, long island iced teas. Um, you name it. They will, it's, it's, it's up for grabs. $30 for three hours all you can drink. Um, best part about that is a portion of each drink that you buy, even if you don't get the wristband, a portion of that is going to go to a great cause. So, buy all the drinks you can, please. And, yeah, let's help some people while you're at it. But, yeah, Friday, October 29th, uh, dress to impress or to scare some people. And bring your best song. I Trust me. I haven't lived to I've seen the Incredible Hulk sing Careless Whisper. So, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> Alright, guys. It's time to get out of here. So, thank you once again to my guest, Lauren. Um, Lauren Snyder. Again, reach out to her on social media if you want a badass actress and just awesome, cool person. Um, but not to wait. She's not waiting any more tales. She, she's already working too much, alright? So don't don't be don't be doing that. Leave those messages to yourself. <laughs> um, yes, I hope I see a lot of you on the 29th. Please feel free to send me your scariest movies and scary um, places or whatever. I love stuff like that. So reach out online. Um, otherwise, hopefully I will see you guys soon and maybe on the 29th. Alright, alright, go wash your goddamn hands and take care of each other, and I will see you next week. Peace.
my room like an oven. My bed soap was sweat, and man, I was bugging. I checked the clock, it had stopped at 12.30. It had melted, it was so darn hot, and I was thirsty. I went downstairs to grab some juice or a coat, flipped the TV off, and then I almost choked when I heard this awful voice coming from behind. It said, Man, I ain't even wait to see who it was. Broke outside in my drawers and screamed so long, cuz. Got halfway up the block, I calmed down and stopped screaming. Then thought, oh, I can't, I must be gaming. I strolled back home with a grin on my grill. I figured since this is a dream, I might as well get ill. I walked in the house, the big, bad, fresh prince. But Freddy killed all that noise real quick. He grabbed me by my neck and said, Here's what we'll do. We got a lot of work here, me and you. The souls of your friends, you and I will claim. I said, yo, Fred, I think you got me all wrong. I ain't partners with nobody with nails that long. Look, I'll be honest, man, this team won't work. The girls won't be on you, Fred, your face is all burnt. I pat him on the shoulder, said, thanks for stopping by. Then I opened up the door and said, take care, guy. He got mad, drew back his arm, and slashed my shirt. I laughed at first and thought, hold up, that hurt. It wasn't a dream, man, this guy was for real. I said, Freddy, uh, how it's been an awful mistake here. The words and then I darted upstairs, crashed through my door, then jumped on my bed. Pulled the covers up over my head, said, Oh, please do something with Fred. He jumped on my bed, but through the covers with his claws, tried to get me. But my alarm went off, and then silence. It was a whole new day, I thought. <laughs> I wasn't scared of him anyway, until I noticed those rips in my sheets, and that was proof that there had been a nightmare on my street. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go. Oh. 